The underdog is howling. This is Stanford Steve and the Bear. Ah, yes. A home team getting points. What's better than that? Welcome in. Part two of your Bowl Bonanza podcast. Stanford Steve alongside the Bear, fresh off a trip to Las Vegas. Up or down? Up. Really? Herb Street, not up. He was cracking me up on that broadcast. No, I, I, I think he, yeah, I think he, he went tried. on like an O for like 60 run on blackjack. See, I didn't sit down at the blackjack table, and I think that's part of the reason why. And I'd like to take back all of the bad words I said about Chris Boswell because all right. that was – That was a big one for you. Well, yeah, yes. It, it, at, and I will thank the South Point for the – I love the uh, NFL. I went there, did the show with Gil – looking at what they had to see if they had like any college teaser parlay super teaser card reverse and yep. came across an NFL reverse teaser card. Yeah, of course you did. Of course I did. Why wouldn't I? So I take a look and I actually liked games in the NFL this week. So and, and you know the concept of the of the reverse teaser. Yeah. Like so I'm like underdogs giving points. Yeah, like favorites giving more points. Yep. So I tap into I threw together four four different ones Winner. and played Played uh, two four-teamers, a three-teamer, and a five-teamer. Threw in not a, big a little deal. bit. Not a big deal. Just, you know, after I cashed my Oregon under and some other things, my BC over and some uh, win totals, I had some money to play with. So I'll give a little back. So I wound up basically mixing and matching, and it comes to it on Sunday afternoon. I had a, a live four-teamer with the Colts, minus nine and a half against Dallas. Winner. winner, Bengals minus nine and a half against the uh, the Raiders, mm-hmm. Falcons minus fifteen and a half against the Cardinal, and Steelers minus five and a half against the New England Patriots. <laughs> Got to get lucky in one and, of them, and they should have been up a lot more than what they were. And when Boswell missed that thirty something yarder, a lot of bad words were coming out of my mouth. Mm-hmm. And when he made the the field goal late, I was extremely happy. So now I have a reason to go back to the tip of the strip in February when I'm back out in Vegas to Love it. collect a little bit. Very good. So it was a good week. Awesome, awesome. Uh, we will get a little more on uh, a little Vegas little Vegas talk at the, yeah. at the end of the pod. We'll recap a little more and get some more details out there uh, for the people. Um, all right. So I mentioned part two. We are here's our plan to give you games from now. On this podcast, you get games from now, or I should say, starting Saturday, the twenty second, because yep. we already did part one. Mm-hmm. All right, and then we're gonna run games on this podcast all the way up to Friday, the twenty eighth. So part three we'll give out next week, and that'll start with the twenty ninth. Uh, obviously, that's the day of the semifinals, but you also have the Peach Bowl that day, the Belk Bowl, everyone's favorite in gambling world, <laughs> and the Arizona Bowl that day. So we'll start with those five. Then you have another five or six, no, you have six on New Year's yep. Eve, and then five, five on, on the first. January 1st. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to take you from here coming up this Saturday. And we'll give you a, an initial impression on, on the semis, I think, at some point within Absolutely. here as well. Kick it around. Go Irish. Um, all right. So Saturday, uh, we have the Birmingham Bowl, Memphis Wake Forest. We have the Armed Forces Bowl, Houston Army. We have the Je- Dollar General Bowl, Buffalo Troy. We have the Sophie, I believe it's right, 
Hawaii Bowl, Hawaii, against Louisiana Tech. Um, Memphis, Wake Forest, Birmingham Bowl, you got anything there, Bear? I mean, without Henderson playing, it's hard to know how much Memphis's offense is going to be. I'm sure they've got a, someone who will just continue that line of backs that they've had, and, and they'll be able to put up some, put up some yards against a, a Memphis team. But no, I got no real feel on that one. I'm with you. Um, no play here. Uh, stay away. I would, I would offer. Um, next Army Houston. This line seems to be rising. Mm-hmm. Um, Houston is just, I feel like they're caught here. Now the line's up. Army minus four and a half, uh, over under six. I think that's going to climb too. If you um, like Army, you better play it like yesterday. Yeah. Uh, obviously, um, Houston, no Ed Oliver. That's been a drama story yeah. all year. Uh, I believe they're also out with the, uh, corner Isaiah Johnson. Who's not going to play? Right. Uh, looking ahead to the next level. The entire D line's been beat up all year. Derek King obviously had the the, the sad injury. Yeah, uh, that was that was that's a tough one uh, to take as they were still in, in a running for yeah, a conference they, they very easily could have been. Um, I, Houston allows about two hundred yards on the ground, one hundred ninety-seven to be exact. And lately, it's been a lot worse. I I, I just. If 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 Houston, um, how they played Navy when Navy ran for a hundred three hundred ninety six yards, scored thirty six. Is any indication what they're going to do against mm-hmm. Army? All right, yeah, against Army. Right. After we see all you know, Army beat Navy. Obviously, I, I hate I, I hate to keep saying this, but there's a trust level factor that I know what I'm getting with with Army. And then you go no quarterback for Houston. I don't doubt Major Applewhite. I think he does. A, I think he's a good head coach. Um, you know, he's dealt with a lot as we mentioned with guys looking at the next. There, level. There, there's a clear drop off though from King to the backup. Oh yeah, different. I mean, uh, not not a runner at all. Hasn't thrown many passes at all this year. It'd be, and, it'll be it'll be interesting. And and I and I don't think that coaches should get. I, all right, put it this way: I think coaches get the raw end of the deal so much more than they deserve to in bowl games. Because what's going to happen here is, say Army runs for 400 yards, you know, and they and they roll the win. People are just going to say, "Oh my God, look at Houston, not prepared for the option," mm-hmm. which is just not the case. Because Houston, I'm telling you right now, they play Navy. They know the similarities between Army. They will be prepared for this game. I, there's no doubt in my mind. Now, are the players willing to execute it? And, and sacrifice themselves and take on some double teams and, you know, not, you know, maybe they're supposed to chop against a, After a, against seeing Al Oliver get hurt, chop exactly. block against Navy, they're going to want to go through that? So I really get upset when I get the coaches get all the blame in these games. And I feel like this is just one of those instances where Army might roll the win. Major Applewhite, oh my God, he can't, you know, he can't get his players ready against a running team, all that stuff. I don't think it's warranted. With that being said, I will lay the points with Army because of the trust factor, and I know what I'm getting. Yeah, it, it, too much it, unknown for the Cougars. I mean, it, it's hard to to like use in this game. Uh, I actually like the under oh. in, in this game because I think you're going to see Army, similar to what they did against Oklahoma, ball control, not a lot of drives. You're probably going to see them churn out a lot of five, six, mm-hmm. four, five, seven, eight. Yard games and just grind it out. Control the clock. Control the ball. 
which will limit Houston's ability to get on the field. And uh, I see under, I see 60 right now as a total. Yes. Uh, 60 and a half in a couple of places. And, and I, I think, I think this could be like one of those types of games we saw in Norman, maybe a, uh, a 30 to 21 or a 28 21 type game, 35 21. I, I do agree. I think Army would be the side that I would play, but the, my, my play in this game would be the under. I also am not sure with a new quarterback how Houston's going to react because they're going to have to be very efficient. Mm-hmm. You know, you mentioned the clock and, and you're all not that getting stuff. a ton of drives. So, uh, all right. So you would lean under in that game, 60. I'm going to take Army and lay the four and a half. I think it was three and a half. Uh, when we did that, one yeah, and I, and I have a feeling it's going to go up yeah, to five, so five and a half as well. Get it now, people. Yeah, I haven't heard a single person like Houston in this game, and it's hard to like Houston in this game. Uh, later that day, uh, the December 22nd is the Dollar General Bowl, Buffalo and Troy. I'm mad at Buffalo. Yeah, you're, you gotta let that how, one go. Uh, how'd they lose, how'd they blow that game against that terrible U1 NIU team? Mm, our NIU team. Oh, that was Man, brutal. Down in, but you, you knew early. Yeah, you knew early. Yeah, and the oppor- oppor- opportunity like it was ten point lead, and you're like, you know what? UAB live did. bet, live bet UAB get off a bad NIU side, and maybe cost a little bit more than you would have liked. Yep, but it was apparent early who the much better team was. I don't have a side in this game with Buffalo and Troy. Buffalo is now a one and a half point favorite. Was opened at three, I believe. Over under down. To fifty three and a half. This game is in Mobile, Alabama. I will say this: that being this far out from the game, you know, we're over a week away from this mm-hmm. game. This one feels like if the MAC keeps playing like poop, yeah. people are just going to steam against against MAC teams, right. and everybody's going on Troy, and Troy will probably be the favorite. And very this easily game. could be. Uh, so I would be wary of that Buffalo could score. Um, I'm not saying they're as well rounded of a team as there is. I do believe they're the best team in the MAC. Sorry for you weren't. They didn't let you catch your ticket for that bear. Uh, but I, I don't have a feel in this. That's just a sense I get. So just be careful yeah. because every team in the MAC is it's different. It is its own animal, and I think people are just gonna get going on betting against you know a certain conference, which happens a lot. Um, hey, sometimes it's right. Pac-12 is two and fourteen. Yep. I think ATS and they're sixteen. So just be careful of that. I don't have a side here. I would just be wary of going against Buffalo. And entering, I think it's entering the uh, the the Ohio San Diego State game, which is tonight. We are taping this. Yeah, obviously Wednesday. I, I think the MAC now was like two and twelve or something like that in their last fourteen bowl games. So that that record continued to get worse, and I think uh, that will be something to watch. I, I want Buffalo to win because they had a really good year, they did. and Anthony Johnson is an absolute freak stud receiver. Dog. And I'd love to see him go out a winner and Lance Leipold and that team get a win. But we'll see Troy. Troy is, uh, Troy is very good defensively and they yeah. got, they got some, Solid team. they got some very, very athletic guys on that Great side coach. of the ball. Troy should be very fortunate they, they're ready to keep their, their guy yes. around another yeah. year. Neil Brown. I'm shocked he hasn't gotten Those hired teams. somewhere else yet. Memphis, we mentioned them yep. before. Mike Norvell, that's a huge, huge plus, uh, keeping those guys. So no real uh, side on that game. Um, later that night, your nightcap, Louisiana Tech on the island against Hawaii. Hawaii is a one-point favorite over under 61.5 in this game. I mentioned it's at Aloha Stadium on the island of Honolulu. You got anything for me there? Isn't the number telling you to play Louisiana Tech? 
I mean, my man Skip's an underdog. I always like him as an yeah, underdog. Small, so. small dog, but he, people, people always, oh, Hawaii on their home field, they're only a one point favorite. Got to play Hawaii. They'll win, right? And that doesn't it, doesn't, isn't a line telling I don't know you. what to think with Hawaii after this year, man. Oh, I, I don't either. I mean, yeah, I, but I see what you're saying about the line movement. Yeah. I mean, if you want to play the game, I'd play Louisiana Tech, but I, I wouldn't be running to the window to do such. Noticing a trend here where after the uh, the slow start to the bowl season, very hesitant with some of these uh, lesser profile games. Not willing to, to jump on in, mm-hmm. just just throw a pick out there to 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 pick one for the sake of doing it. All right. Um. So with the holiday and all that comes with it being three Christmas days off, twenty three, twenty four, twenty five, Monday night off. Uh, Scott Van Pelt Sports Center. We'll, we we are working Christmas Eve. We are yep. on after that. Great. Raiders Broncos game Monday night. Are fire, you going to stay up for that? Could, could be the final. How much of that game will you watch on Christmas Eve? Yeah, I'll it, I'll probably do you I'll have fantasy pro- implications. No, I don't have a fantasy team. No, no. You packed it in on fantasy no, football. I have not. I have not had a fantasy football team for four years. Good man, I'm with you. Injuries too much. I'll be able to it'll, I actually will watch that game because I'm curious what the atmosphere is going to be like. It's probably going to be the final game they ever play in Oakland. Could be pretty real I, quick. I, Speaking of that, we're thinking about running a, a vault on that night of the show. The what's the best moment you would want to see from that uh, old Raiders Oakland Coliseum game? They blew the game to the Ravens that AFC title yep. game. I believe they did beat the Titans the year they went and got smoked by Gruden mm-hmm. in the AFC title yep. game. But I was thinking like one of those earlier round games against the Jets, Saturday night playoff games, Herm and. Yep. Is that Vinny that's still went out there? Uh, yes. Or Pennington? Oh, well, well, oh God, what year? 2001 or two? Oh, oh that was Pennington. Yeah, that was right. Pennington. Yep. That was a Saturday night yep. game, yep. one-score game, and they ended yep. up being two scores. Mm-hmm. Underrated Jets team, though. Very underrated. And uh, they, I, I, that's funny. You bring, that was the I think they played there like two straight weeks they did, or something regular, like, right? Yeah, regular, regular season finale and then played them again. Mm. Um, so. And then they blew out Colts in the uh, – in the, uh, the Jets beat them the round before. That was the wild card game. Yeah. They won like forty-one yeah. nothing, right? Yeah. And then they went out there. That's yeah. right. Okay, so that was a divisional round. The Jets Raiders game. No, two thousand two was the year that they played the Colts. Because I remember being in Vegas watching uh, that game, and then that was the the following, and they and they got blown out the week after that. Okay, but oh one right. was the John Hall. Field goal, the gun to win, get him in, and they went back, they went at, back out, out and, got, and got lost by two touchdowns the following right. week. Um, Much better memories of San Diego in the playoffs than uh, than Oakland. I think everybody from, does. from the Jets from a Jets <laughs> standpoint. <laughs> that was that's right. That was the game. Uh, I knew I should have messed with you better. I can I can remember. I, I, I will remember this. Though. I remember the uh, the the eighty two playoffs. Whoa! When uh, the Jets went out to Oakland, uh, actually Los Angeles at the time. And, and they and they won seventeen fourteen to go to the uh, AFC Championship game when Don Shula cheated and the Dolphins didn't cover the field the following. Oh week. yeah, AJ in, Dewey. In the, yeah, that game. Right. We're not gonna bring that up. And the young Chris Felica was distraught. I can only okay. imagine. What year was the loss to Mosley and the Browns? That was a brutal one. That was 86. 86. Charlie Charlie Steiner. The Jets are going to Denver. Oops, Thanks, Charlie. Four four fourteen to go. Municipal Mark Gastineau personal foul. The rest Ugh. is history, as they that say, right? That was painful. And the, what made it worse is it would have it would have been just Giants, no doubt. And it, it would have been and it awesome. been a massacre. Big Green, 
Uh, all right, sorry <laughs> for your Jets. Memory lane. Jets history lesson. Anyway, uh, how, start anyway, out with the Raiders. I was going to say, we talked about, we, we 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 talk, talk about Monday night. You were working for SVP Sports Center so, after the game, and you were talking about yeah. what from Oakland would you want to see? They know. Uh, so Christmas Eve, Monday. You can, show, you can show Derek Jeter throw with the A's, but that's a different sport. No, we're not going to do that. Um, he's still there. Christmas Day is a Tuesday. Obviously, no bowl game. So we will pick it back up Wednesday, the 26th, the first responder bowl, which pits my Boston College Eagles against Idaho's Boise State Broncos. Boise State minus two and a half, over under 56. Now I'm kind of, I, I find myself in the tank here for the Eagles, uh, seeing how high we were on them been early, good to you. early this year. Um, not good uh, ending of the season for them. Um, feel bad for A.J. Dillon. Just missed two games this year. Uh, injuries were a factor to ankle. Um, but I was looking at this. If B.C. loses, Steve Adazio will finish with a 7-6 and record for the fifth time in his six seasons in Chestnut Hill. Now, he just signed a two-year yep. extension. So I think the administration obviously is in his corner giving him that. But I think there's going to be a sense of urgency here from them to really try and get this momentum going and get out of that seven and six funk that they've had. Um, I mentioned AJ Dillon still went for over 1,100 yards. On the other side, running back Alexander Madison is one of my favorites for for Boise State. That guy runs like an ultra beast. Over 1,400 yards, 17 touchdowns this year, including 400 in his last two games. We obviously know one of those was the loss in the Mountain West title game. Um, So these two, I I think these teams are alike. They're both going to want to run the football. I just think BC has more talent on their defense, on that D-line with Wyatt Ray and Zach Allen. I think those guys are NFL players. Zach Allen definitely is. Um, So I think this game is going to be tight. Um, I think BC has more talent, and I think they have a little more focus. I think Dylan will be healthy. I think BC wins a close game, so I'll take BC in the points, obviously. And just as a contrarian viewpoint here, and not disagreeing with your pick, I mean, you know how Boise gets very excited about yes. the opportunity to beat Power 5 teams. They lost to a really good uh, Preston team in the Mountain West Championship game. Uh, Boise's got pretty good players in that back end in the secondary now. They're going to need to come up and run support exactly. as well. But uh, I just don't think they've, we, we, they've see, seen a, a, a run game as physical and, and as, well, that, well that, you know, that, that will be the case. BC's going to line up. Yeah, their offensive line the, the, in, the, in the trenches could be so. the difference if BC does attack the game the way you expect them to. Yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I'm wouldn't, not down Boise at all. It's yeah, just I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I'm not, I'm not advocating playing Boise. I'm just running through the process. Yep. If you like Boise, this is a potential reason. Or would this concern you if you're on BC? Yeah, and just weird. Like BC plus two and a half. I, I, I don't know. I could be on the wrong side. We'll see. Um, but. That is the 26th um, on Wednesday. Uh, also that day, we have the Quick Lane Bowl. Paul Johnson, farewell. It is. Minnesota's a five. Wow, that lines up to five and a half. I saw uh, yeah, 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 actually Minnesota's six. tackle is not playing. Yeah, Minnesota's got a bunch of issues. Stuff going on. Again, and this actually, the game actually did hit six before wow. coming back out a little bit. Uh, that over is under 57 and a half. You got anything on that game? I mean, I don't know a single person that likes Minnesota. What that game used to be called? The one in Detroit was the uh, was Quick the Lane. It was something else. I think. 
Motor City Motor, Bowl? Yeah, Detroit Motor yeah. City Bowl. Motor City Bowl. Used to be a Mac. Used to be Mac, Mac and SC. I remember Marshall. Play, East. Mar, Marshall played Ole Miss there one year, right? I remember Dan Orlovsky lit it up against Toledo, I think. I think uh, he's uh, Bruce Gradkowski. Yep. UConn gave former, it to him. Former Buck, former Raider. Yeah. yeah. Lifer, NFL. I'd like to get some of his checks. Collect, I was going to say collect Shout out Bruce Gradkowski. Absolutely. Uh, all right. So then that nightcap that night, the Cheez-Its Bowl, Chase Field, which is where the Diamondbacks play. Only one of those little doohickey setups on there. Uh, TCU is a short underdog. Cal is favored by a point now, over under 39 and a half. Might not be the prettiest game. You do have a take on this. Might not I be. like it. Might not be. It's picking some places. In a league full of just horrific defenses, uh, TCU just couldn't put up points all year long. They got quarterback problems. Uh, Cal's offense actually statistically is a little bit worse than TCU's, but in terms of defense, I, I, I just don't know how TCU is able to move the ball mm. uh, against Cal. This is a Cal defense that has allowed just 25 touchdowns all year, the same number as Michigan allowed. One touchdown fewer than Alabama allowed all year long. Uh, I know Gary Patterson's teams don't typically have losing years, but all the offensive problems they had, it just, I don't see it getting better against the best defense they faced all year. Um, Cal has shown that they can overcome not being able to score and win games. Uh, they did, they felt score the offensive touch against Washington one. I think Justin Wilcox's team. Gets the uh, the ball win. Good, good, close, low-scoring game. But uh, I do like Cal to prevail. Yeah, I, I, I like the situation. Cal was one of my teams early on this year. Uh, I, If you listen to me, you know my affinity for Wilcox as a head coach. He also got an extension. But that doesn't mean somebody could come and hire him. Get him out of Berkeley, please. <laughs> All right? I don't like the way this trend is going with Cal improving. Um, but, yeah, I, I like your pick a lot there uh, with the Dirty Golden Bears. Uh, that gets us to Thursday, December 27th. Uh, I believe we have four, three games three that games day. Today. Uh, Independence Bowl. Three good games that the day. Old Walk-Ons Independence Bowl. Yep. Shout out Brandon Landry, my man Baton Rouge. Uh, the New Era Pinstripe Bowl, which is Miami, Wisconsin, and the Nightcap, which should be interesting. And I think we might differ a little bit on this one. The Texas Bowl, Vanny and Baylor. Uh, do you have anything with Duke and Temple? Playing an old independent stadium in Shreveport? I, I, I don't. I will say this, though. It, it, it seems like your all-reliable, very chic underdogs are out in full force public-wise. Oklahoma State, Wisconsin, Duke, Iowa, Northwestern, UCF. They're all very, very, very big public picks. So while I love David Cutcliffe as an underdog, mm-hmm. and the only time he's lost as a dog in a bowl game was that dirty four-letter word that we talk about all 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 day long. I don't know. Maybe Temple, the fact that Manny's the head coach now, they get a little little bit of stability. I don't know. Daniel Jones. Are you maybe, related to Coach Foley? A lot of people were asking me um, on Twitter. That's, I didn't. I I, I don't, don't want to comment on that. I just know we're going to go down to Shreveport and. <laughs> And, and play well. You're, you're going to fall in love with our team. You're going to fall and get to know our play. We're gonna, you're going to fall in love with our team. You think he just loves Shreveport? Like he Good. was like Shreveport was like Vegas Good. to us. It, it may as well be. All right, just just a thought. 
Um, but, but, but you know what? It's good to see him care. And you know, you know what that means? It means that those kids are going to care and they're going to want to show up and play hard. We're, we're, and they did in their bowl game last year, by the way. They beat the tar at FIU. Yes. Yes. And I, people, I mean, it just goes back to their bowl games. I played in a couple and there's nothing better than winning a bowl game. I don't care what the circumstances are, but it's just a well, awesome. Winning a national a bowl game for a national championship is better than winning a bowl just a bowl game. No, but it's it's awesome to be able to say I'm one and zero against Nick Saban, being thirty eight nothing in the Sun Bowl. Come on, it's great. Man, did we have a good party in El Paso remind, that should, night. You should remind him of that next time you see him. I, oh, I I'm will. Sure, you will. I let Puritan do that, but uh, <laughs> I haven't got Smart. a coach yet. Yeah. Um, that party went all the way over to Juarez when they used to let you go over to Juarez for that bowl game. No can do that anymore. Um, yeah, I, I, I think I, I like your, your feeling about these trendy dogs. Do have, has an underdog covered in the it's bowl Georgia, game? Georgia yet? Southern. Georgia Southern covered. Eastern Michigan. Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, yeah, yes, Eastern Michigan. Yes, okay. Yeah. Not good. What is it? What's the, what's the saying? Underdogs early in bowl season, favorites late. late. That's not looking too good. Uh, but yeah, that's a weird thing. It feels like Duke might get some money once people realize the coaching situation there. Uh, I don't have a take on that one. You would say you might give them with. I, I might. I might, I might tend to give them with Temple. Okay. All right. Um, your Yankee Stadium in the Bronx, five fifteen yep. that day. I will not be there. I'll be in Miami by then, All and right. I wouldn't be there. Toes up. On the beach. Uh, no, no, no. We'll be. We'll be in the office working. All right. Uh, Miami is a three and a half point favorite. Plenty. How we? How can you lay points with this team? Uh, that's uh, that's that's all I said. I, I, I said Wisconsin's a trendy. How can you have any I, faith that Miami can score three and a half points? I was writing my column last night about this game, and I'm on the record. I, I, I like Wisconsin in this matchup. When you look at these two teams, I understand what happened last year. Miami lost a double digit lead and ended up getting beat by double digits. But I don't think that game means anything. No. About this no, game. No, it doesn't. And then when I look at this game, I don't like Miami's offense, running or passing. I'm not sure about Miami's defense. Uh, it's been spotty, although last couple defenses, defenses, defense is bald. But Manny Diaz is gone. Correct. So I don't know what that factor is. Wisconsin quarterback play, awful all year. Um, Wisconsin run game, eh. But I do trust Paul Christ in getting the run game fixed and Jonathan Taylor. Of, of all the things in this game, that's the one thing I, I could see Correct. getting fixed and getting right. And they don't have to be great. They're an underdog. I don't think Miami's going to force the issue when they have the ball. So I'll take Wisconsin Harris as a short dog, and I, I think they win the game on the field. It's, it's hard not to. If it wasn't such an obvious side in the game, I'd be... I'd be honest. I okay. can't. I can't play Miami. All right. Who's been a bigger disappointment this year? Miami, because they really just, they've just they look terrible offensively. They they were terrible. I'll give you this ACC. Then, I'm really interested to see what they do in this bowl season. It's been Clemson and everybody else. All right. Now, did Miami just overachieve that much last year? Well, Miami got and Miami was fortunate of that schedule. Miami was the beneficiary of unbe- unbelievable turnover luck. Luck, right? Getting Notre, Notre Dame, Dame, Notre Dame, Virginia Tech at home at the mm-hmm. right time after winning a bunch of close games that maybe made their record seem better than they really were. But, but, but they were 
awesome against Notre Dame and Virginia Tech. Yeah. They were awesome those two games. They were great. And that gave you a little bit of belief. And then the Virginia Virginia game, they needed to come back and win. And then the Penn State game just kind of exposed all the problems. And from there, Malik Rogier has not been the same player, and the offense hasn't been the same. I blame Andy Staples for Wisconsin's struggles this year because he did that photo shoot with them before the year, and he really showed how those guys how to eat. <laughs> and I think it affected them this season. Um, just kidding, Andy. Uh, I think Wisconsin's more of a disappointment because of – what should have been. And now I realize, like watching talent wise, it wasn't there. I just, I mean, why? Like, I think they were the consensus pick to win the conference because of that side. They, they, they nobody won- really was that good. Like, everyone's like, oh, Purdue was like, they ended up beating no. Purdue and Purdue had to win the Oak and Bucket the last week yep. to make a bowl oh, game. I so I don't want to hear about Purdue. Nebraska was Nebraska. Iowa, that. They went there and won. I, I, I get. I guess the like, thing it's just weird. Like Northwestern, come on. I guess the thing with with Wisconsin was I didn't think they were winning in Ann Arbor. I didn't think they were no. winning in State College. So I didn't have them as like a playoff. They were never a playoff team in my mind. And I thought with whether it was at Iowa or, or at Purdue or, or somewhere else, like they would kind of pick up that third loss. I mean, I don't think I didn't foresee. Yeah. Losing at home at BYU is a three-touchdown yeah. favorite. But I, I, I think there's something here, too, with Wisconsin. They're going to they're gonna get a little a little excited about getting a I chance so to too. play. Hear about, hear about the whole Miami, the turnover chain, my speed in Florida. I, they'll be they'll be ready Beat them in their own building them. last year. I know it doesn't A lot, lot of Wisconsin alums in the North. Kenny Dick are not going to be at the game. Why? Play. He's going to be home watching on a 52-inch. Okay. Uh, Spoke he to him last week. TV? Well, uh, what's one of them? He has a movie. Theory. I'm sure he's got something as well. Um, I, I got to bring it up also too because people love this stuff. The games in New York, the motivation factor of Miami. Like, why are we going to go up to play? Miami's coming up to New York mm-hmm. and play a football game. Sure. In the a lot of Miami alums in the Northeast too. Uh, but I, understood. I, you will not be. You'll be in no, Miami. I'll be in Miami. Toes up. Uh, so I'm on Wisconsin that side. If you had to take a side, if you I had would to take, take a side, Wisconsin. Yeah. Uh, all right, that night, I, I want to get to this one. This is uh, real interesting to me. Vanderbilt and Baylor. Um, Two teams that are going to be excited about playing in a game. Yes. And Baylor, to worry about this anything. game's in Houston. Yep. Uh, point that out. Um, but I feel like this is a, it's I guess, brand, styles, whatever you want to say. I, I really like what Coach Rule has done with the Bears. All right, he's, he's got that up and running way quicker than I thought, and that thing was was morbid looking when he took over. Understatement. Um, Vanderbilt's a four and a half, four point favorite, uh, fifty five and a half. I like Vanderbilt, and this is just because of where they come from and who they've played and the adversity they've faced. They've been kicked in the face more. They've they've I feel like played better competition than Baylor. Um, I think Baylor's up and coming. I just don't think they have the personnel to stand in there and face what Vandy's going to do. I think Vandy's going to give it to them on both sides of the line of scrimmage. And I just like Vandy's matchup with what they have to play with compared to what Baylor has to play with when I look at Rule versus Mason. Uh, not a coaching mismatch. I just like what Vanderbilt has personnel-wise more than Baylor. Yeah, I actually like Baylor in this game. I, I okay. think Baylor has proven that they can put up points on on teams. And they face some of the, the better offenses 
and, and I know Shermer and, and Lipscomb, those guys are, are good, but I, I, I'd be inclined to take the points here. I'm not willing right. to make that as a pick, but I, I would, I would, I wouldn't automatically be on Vandy like you are. But, okay. it, but, but again, it's hard for me to differentiate between these two teams because you don't got to worry about any motivation, excitement. Because you know, you know, when how often does Vandy get a chance to? To win a ball game, nonetheless, against another Power Five team, and yeah. the same thing with where Baylor was a couple of years ago, and that rule comes in, and they get an opportunity to go to a bowl game and, and beat an SEC team as well. So it, it it should be two really good games. And but you're right, the fact games in Houston will there'll be a lot of a lot of Baylor fans who who make that trip. That'll that'll feel like a home field, I think, for Baylor. Yeah, yeah, and uh, but circle that one. That's going to be a good one to watch. Yes. Uh, let's move to Friday, the 28th, Music City Bowl, Camping World Bowl, Alamo Bowl. Um, Auburn, Purdue, Auburn in that in that Music City Bowl. Auburn's a four point favorite. I'll go. Uh, go ahead. Why are they favored? Why is Auburn favored? Name. I mean, Purdue has the better roster of when. Now I know Purdue plays up and down to the level of their competition, yep. and they are capable of laying some absolute eggs. But Purdue is has the better wins. Correct. They have the better offense. Correct. They've got more motivation being excited that their head coach shows them over going back to his hometown and his alma mater. Why Why isn't they want to? Uh, they're unbelievable as an underdog under him. Why are Why is Bay, Why is uh, Purdue not the right side here? I, I I agree with you. You're on Purdue. I'm on Purdue. And this is getting back to that head coach factor. And I I I'm, I, I don't mind Melzon. I, I, I think I, don't I think there's just a lot of stuff going on there, as there always is with Auburn. Um, but when you have Purdue and you have a situation like this, all right, this game's in Nashville, obviously closer to Purdue than I would think. Let me get my geography right. Closer than Auburn, right? Mm, no, no, nah. I think I, I think right. close. Maybe maybe, maybe, maybe closer than you'd think from the Bear. That's all the traveling he does. That's why he knows it better than me. I just look at Brom as the most fearless play caller in all of college football, and I think that's a bad mix for an Auburn team that I'm not sure whether or not they want to be there and whether they want to play. Um, I think Jared Sidham, uh, as good as it was last year, I worry about the fit in that system. I, I, don't, I don't think it's – I'm really interested to see what he does in these senior bowls and all that stuff when he gets into a pro system. Um, but I just don't like this. I think Brahms in a position. You mentioned the momentum his team gets from seeing him want to stay and coach them uh, in the future and especially in this bowl game. So we are both on Purdue minus – or I should say Purdue plus, plus four. What do you got for me? 353 miles from West Lafayette. Okay. 301 from Auburn. So – about, wow, about the same. Auburn's a little closer, but not. You you, you know they'll be more excited about driving from West Lafayette to yeah, Nashville than, there than they go. will be that's, making that drive from, from I mean. Auburn. Auburn's oh. going to want to fly. Oh, they, yeah, they'll absolutely fly. Man, Opelika to Nashville. Exactly. Uh, so we're both on Purdue there. I mentioned that. Uh, that second game in the triple header that day, Syracuse. Still don't understand this one. Was a seven and a half point underdog yeah, in this if game. You, if you if you had if you had the foresight to to realize that there, there was a here. chance that Will Greer wasn't going to play, and you saw seven seven and a half, it, it, I just God, rolled the dice God on that you. one before that. Now it's West Virginia still one and a half why over under sixty eight. I don't know why they're favored still. Um, when you look at these two teams, uh, 
West Virginia before the season was in that conversation for, you know, Big 12 championships and possibly a spot in the playoff. Syracuse was just trying to get to a bowl and in the, for, for the first time in Dino Babers tenure there. You look at it now, assess it. West Virginia didn't meet those expectations. Syracuse, I think, kind of exceeded them. Uh, totally they didn't did. play well against Notre Dame in that big spot, but they're way better than I thought. Uh, Dungy is as fun a college football player as I've seen or I've been able to watch. I look at Syracuse coming in with more focus uh, and with their quarterback, as West Virginia doesn't have their left tackle or their quarterback. I'm not. I think that totally affects you know Sills and and those guys on the outside. Um, Absolutely, I think Syracuse wins the game. I think they're underrated defensively. Um, you know, everyone knows what they did almost to Clemson at Clemson. I know Clemson lost their quarterback that day, but uh, I think Syracuse is a better football team. I don't know why they're getting points. I think they win the game. Yeah, as long as Dungy's back, healthy, playing, I don't see why they wouldn't win the game either. And the nightcap that night, nine o'clock, Alamo Dome should be a really good favorite one. game of bowl. Whoa, all, whoa, all bowls, all bowls, favorite game of the year. Thousand star lock for the Bear. No, 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 no. I meant favorite game like that. I'm looking game. I am looking forward to the most is watching that game and that stadium with those two fan bases. Okay. And Sorry. I jumped the gun. No, I, 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 but you do like a side here. I do like a side, I but do, not a thousand star lock. Not a thousand star. Right. lock. I, I do. I do like Iowa State in the game. And Our Iowa State. I just, I just envision the West Virginia game. What Iowa State did. With Purdy running, Montgomery running, short passes, the defensive pressure that they brought. I think they sacked Greer seven times in that game. I kind of see a similar blueprint for, for, for this game. And, and look, things may change. Things may be different this year, but I still can't get out of my head the last two years how awful Washington State has been on offense. Is it something where uh, the, the prep time allows these teams to really dive in and dissect Leach's offense and totally disrupt it. Is it a thing where Washington State goes out and just, hey, this is a ball trip, we're going to have fun, vacation, whatever happens, happens? I don't know. But that, that 12 points that they scored against Minnesota, who had the entire team suspended a couple of years ago, that that, that shouldn't happen. I mean, maybe the Pac-12 will, will bounce back this year and – They'll have a better bowl season. Wazoo blown out last year by Michigan State. And it just worries me that Leach 1-7 against the number last eight bowl games and the 11 times he's been favored, 3-8 and eight against the number, six outright losses, and the only win that they've had in his last five trips to a bowl game was the win against Miami in the Sun Bowl when Golden was fired and nobody from Miami cared about being there. Uh, I think they're going to be a ton of Iowa State fans there, a yes. ton, and I think it's going to be an awesome environment. I think it'll be a lot of Wazoo fans there too, but I, I, I just Washington State isn't afraid of these like pass happy attacks. No, they face small time big every week, and they do pretty well against them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I like I, if Washington State wins, great. I'll be happy. It'll be a great end to a really good season for them. But but I like uh, I like Iowa State plus the points here. All right. Um, you. I will remind people that have not been there from, not been to San Antonio from Pullman <laughs> or Ames. The river, the river's not 
to jump in. All right. It's a, it's a, it's a scenery thing. You walk down it, up and down it. All right. Take it easy. Enjoy the game. Don't get too crazy. Two awesome fan bases. Love them both. I can't believe Iowa State's, uh, getting points. I figured this game would be a pick em. Um, but if you're still able to get three and a half there, I'm with the bear there on uh, Iowa State. I, I, give me Matt Campbell and points any day of the week. Uh, all right. So that gets us to the 28th. Um, next week we will give you, uh, games on the 29th and beyond. Obviously the semifinals are that day. Um, did you have a good time in Vegas? Did have a good time in Vegas other than getting the flu oh, in Vegas. Not, not the, the Vegas not, flu? Not the Vegas no? flu. The, like the, the flu, the real flu. All right. And it wasn't, it was a less than pleasant Sunday. And good a, meals? Shout out to the restaurants out uh, there. Yeah, very, very good meals. Uh, steak, filet like butter at SW Steakhouse. I mean, just phenomenal. Little little eight ounce fillet, medium rare, medium in rare waterfall in the background show going. Phenomenal, it's awesome, just terrific. Did Reese, pick up that one. Um, no, oh no, I, I forgot who you did. It certainly wasn't me. <laughs> certainly wasn't me. And then Friday Carbone, which that's your is spot. just what can you say? What's those? What's those pastas you get? Well, uh, Carbone, uh, they didn't have the gnocchi. Oh. No, no, no. They didn't, they didn't have the. So what'd the, you get? Carbone. We, we did like, kind of like family style. We got some lobster ravioli. We got some angel hair. Uh, we got some, uh, what else? We, we got the prosciutto and mozzarella, fresh mozzarella Obviously. plate. Uh, we got, we got some Dover sole. We got nice. some veal parmesan. Oh. We got we got the the rigatoni with the spicy ragu, spicy red sauce. All right, a little little and you bit. You ate it all. A little bit of everything. We, a little yeah, bit of all. Yeah, we, we, we shared like one 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 for each end of the table, just kind of sharing, passing. Moving around. on, moving on. Yep. Very good. What's uh, what's the favorite dish on on Christmas Day for you? I make lasagna. You do meat. Me, I make lasagna. What kind of meat? I go um, I go a mix. I do uh, I do like a fifty fifty sausage and beef. Like it. Is there any left? What What time is that first plate of leftover lasagna on the day after Christmas? Unfortunately, it won't be this year because I have to leave the day after Christmas morning. You can't fire it up in the microwave. Nah, it's going to be breakfast? hard. It's going to be hard to do. You can probably get a stain on the shirt. Yeah, I stand flight. stay on the shirt. <laughs> pop the Zantac before the flight. Have, have, have some issues at, at thirty seven thousand feet on the twenty sixth. Oh, all right. Stay away from that. Um. We did your reverse teaser for NFL. Uh, do you have one in mind for the bowl? I did. I did play one for the you bowl. Did. I did. Let's hear it. I did. I played, uh, and I'm, I'm as of right now, I have one game. One game down. One game down. I took two. How many we got left? Four. We got four left. Oh, I got two. Give, I played, give them to I played, me. I played Tulane minus twelve and a half. Yeah, you did. Winner. And winner. And then I have. Uh, in, we can run through some of the other ones if you'd like to, but I played Baylor. Not not Baylor. I'm sorry. I'm looking at Baylor. I played Purdue minus four and a half. Wow. So basically, you, you get basically like eight or nine, nine points. Nine points the other way. The other way. So instead of getting four and a half points to do, you're laying four and a half points. So I took them. Took Iowa State minus five and a half against Wazoo. Okay, we'll see. Took uh, Michigan State minus six and a half against Oregon. I just I trust Mark D'Antonio against anybody Absolutely. in ball games not named Alabama. 
And then the one that is going to be a little risky, it's a whole lot of contrarian. But I was like, you know what, for an, an unbelievable return, I'll take a shot. I took Kentucky minus two and a half against Penn right. State. I know they've been really good in bowl games under uh, – under Franklin, but you know what? For five of five at one hundred and eighty to one, I'll pay out. I'll take my chances. Nice on that. And if we're alive, we'll figure out a way to to get off that. A- any any other? Could, could, could I interest you in uh, Alabama minus twenty three and a half against Oklahoma? No, no. Could I interest you in Syracuse minus six and a half against West Virginia? Yes, yeah, probably absolutely. right. I tell you what, man. Like I, in these games before the twenty ninth, I, I like all underdogs. I think so. Yeah, I think we're going to see an underdog run here, and then I hope like I'm it's, on it's it. all been favorites early. I think you're going to see a run of dogs here in the middle, and then it'll kind of balance each other out in the all right in, in the end. Okay. Um. All right. So for the recap. Uh, first responder bowl, I am on BC plus two and a half. Pinstripe bowl, I am on Wisconsin plus three and a half. Camping world bowl, I am on Syracuse plus one and a half. And I also like bears, uh, oh, I'm on Vanderbilt also minus the four in that Texas bowl. And I do agree with bear on the Alamo bowl at Iowa state plus three and a half. Still don't understand that line. Uh, your picks to recap. Uh, give me under sixty in the uh, in the Houston Army Bowl. Yep. Uh, give me Cal versus TCU. Give me Purdue like plus the four, four and a half against Auburn. Give me Iowa State plus three and a half against Wazoo. All right. Um. So we'll be back for a part three when we get the rest of the bowl games, including those semifinals. Absolutely. Uh. And if not, everybody have an awesome holiday. Um, really appreciate everyone. Uh, thankful for this, this stuff and, and, uh, the opportunity to do it. And you guys out there listening, uh, everybody have an awesome holiday and listen, don't get crazy about these bowl games, please. There's so many factors. Don't go, you know, on this game. I love this game. I I, nickel and dime here and there, man, like have some fun with it. Uh, because there's so many, Things that you're not going to find out until after the games are played that's going to really make you mad <laughs> that you went on one side. I'll just offer it at that. Uh, so, my man, have a good holiday. You do the same. All right. And uh, take us out of here. And the, the less you bet, the more you lose when you win.